it's nice. It's very there and there's. Thanks, my guy. I mean, why do we need? Here's here's something that I'd like to they, just because you bring that up. Yeah. I just didn't think that the world needed another Borat film. Uh, uh, <laughs> need is a strong word. We only need, in life, we only need oxygen and food. Everything else is uh, accessory. So need another Borat? I don't know. But I, I think I'm very excited to be, because the last time Borat came around, you know, I was I was eight, but it didn't stop everyone in the playground from going, my wife. We didn't really know what it meant, but, you know. Now, now nothing, nothing stopped everyone in the playground doing that. I still go to the playground and people do that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Well, now, now, twenty-two years old, I can, I can, I could walk around and say, do, do that with context. I think this, your gain is might slightly hot. By the way, your gain is slightly hot. It's a little hot. It's a little hot. I'd take it down fifteen percent. Yeah, I can. As you can see now, I'm holding it instead of the usual uh, placement on the table, but. Uh, mm. Get a fucking mic stand. Because I'm back oh to God. a chair and not a lounge. Mm. Mm. I'll, I'll edit all the munching sounds apart from this one. But I'm just what having are you eating? quick. Give us a description. Um, Show can. Chicken. Chicken and, um. well, it's just bread now. Chicken and lettuce and mayo and barbecue sauce on bread. Beautiful. Otherwise known as a roll, but it's deconstructed because I only had one. Like it's it's very wanky. It's bespoke chicken roll. Bespoke. Because I only had one piece of different bread rolls. Yeah. So I couldn't really put them together because they didn't really fit. Like, no. like one was much smaller than the other. So I just. <laughs> Trying to. I kind a... of. I kind of made. I kind of made a. Um, you know how you have bruschetta. Yeah. And you just put the shit on the thing and you eat it. Except mm. it wasn't toasted. It was kind of mm. like a. I'll stop. Yeah, it was trying to put a square peg on top of a circular peg. It's not even. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly the, and that is the analogy, isn't it? That's not a two different that, jigsaw puzzle pieces not fitting in, but on top of each other, but they still don't fit. <laughs> square Crazy. peg and a round, you know, round. Trying to combine gun, the different gun barrel, gun barrel, and <laughs> and the blood runs down, and the blood runs down. <laughs> Hey, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to one of our classic bonus episodes. <laughs> no, that's Goldfinger. 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 What's what's the word with the laser beam goes over? This is Goldfinger. Our new, this is our new audio re-recording of Alan Partridge podcast where we just do no. the bits. We did that last in week. audio form. And I got to say, a few of our fans really liked it. I, I mean, I listening I got some back, messages. You know, I was on a public transport bus with my mask on listening back to that and just thinking, man, I do not sound as good singing Carly Simon on replay as I thought I did in the room at the time. Yeah, but also you do, you know what you are pretty good at. Mm. Do you know the amount of editing I had to do to make you sync up with Alan Partridge doing? A lot. No, not a lot. I mean, the actual lines were, I mean, you're right. No, the lines, you're, the the lines, lines were bang were on. on. I just missed big chunks. I heard it. There well, was. You, you did other. You actually did big chunks in the wrong order, yeah. which is why there's some gaps. Yeah. But honestly, like, you put them next to each other, like, there's large chunks of that where I'm looking at the waveform that I downloaded from YouTube. And, it was and then just... looking at the waveform of you doing on the record, I'm like, fucking hell. This guy has listened to that at least 150 times. This guy could be the George Lazenby of Alan Partridge. This is... <laughs> I'll call it. One yeah. day, Steve Coogan may decide to throw in the towel. And I'll be there saying, I heard you're looking for a new Alan Partridge. Uh-huh. Well, if you are the George Lazenby of Alan Partridge, then that means you've that's it. <laughs> then you've one done and done. It. 
They'll we, give me we, one. Be gone. They'll, give, they'll give me one series. I just gave you one. I just gave you one. You, you're God. You're, you're done. I'll finish reading. This is disgusting. And then they'll bring back, and then they'll bring back Steve again. Um, his old age. What, what I need to, what I'd like to address is mm-hmm. something that I just saw on Facebook, um, mm-hmm. which is the main reason we're having this bonus episode. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to just, I'm just going to drag it into the, in terms of drag? global headlines I'll you know, you. that we've I'll all seen you. in terms of global headlines that we've all seen over the past few days, there was, you know, Trump getting things. COVID and then, uh, the more important, it's the Trump. more pressing issue of the more impressing issue, which no is that to today is our, is Dominic and mine three years friendversary. I, I saw that this morning and I was like, man. <laughs> Normally, I like to click the video to like see what it's going to be to see if no, it's I haven't worth watched it yet. I couldn't. I kept trying, but the link wouldn't work. And I was like, well, <laughs> I guess I'm not celebrating this now. <laughs> but then um, you texted me this morning. Or did I text you this morning? I forget how we I texted like, you this morning. Yeah. And and I was like, yeah, absolutely, we can do it. Give me a time. I'm doing nothing. I'm sitting in the house watching Moneyball in my underpants. This is what a rare occasion. <laughs> Indeed. Well, I mean, I mean, okay. I mean, let's be real. Um, last time you heard from us, we were about to say, we were about to Go jump ahead. into our two hour Moonraker commentary, mm. which I'd still like to do. Um, cause I actually think it's such a film that is ripe for I, a constant feed of drivel by these boys. Every, every <laughs> time I'm film. like, we should do this. You either get, if it, if it doesn't happen immediately, there is time in between where Morgan goes, yeah, I think that's a great idea. And then changes his mind and goes, no, maybe we shouldn't. And then changes his mind back and goes, yeah, let's do that. It's never about not it not being a good idea or something I want to do. It's like, I'm constantly just being like, is that? Are people going to fucking listen to that? Mm. That's two hour film. It's a, what do it's we a, do? It's, like, it's do a we tell them to, if you're not watching it on the, if you're not watching mm. the film and listening to the commentary in sync, um, we highly recommend perhaps just playing it back at double speed, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> or doing it. It's, I mean, you know, you know it varies. I don't, yeah, it varies, but, um, those are the only two options, by that's the way. That's where no we were like, at in the last third option report. is not. There's no third option. There's no third. Don't option. listen is not an option. <laughs> no, you have to. It's a contractual obligation. So that's where we are in the in the current canon, and we're we're well over fifty percent here. Like we are, I feel like we're on the home stretch because in terms of my viewing, mm. my viewing of the films, I've actually what I've actually finished Roger Moore, mm. and I was in Charleville a couple of weeks ago for work, mm. and during that trip, I finished. Like the Adelaide trip of earlier this year. Remember March? That was a time. Yeah, in 50 years ago. When yeah, I, that's... Man, when I went to Adelaide and I smashed a whole bunch of other bonds, I smashed a whole bunch this this trip, and I finished late. I finished Dalton. Mm. So I'm up to our man. The moment the we 90s. the moment we cross Moonraker, I think it's all. It's just I'm at plateau bond, right? And I'll get to that obviously yeah. when we get to those movies. But I really think yeah, that yeah, there yeah. there's no quote unquote like bad point from there if that makes yeah, sense like I, even when we get to like some of the more questionable films questionable. really that are just in in a certain staple of of Brosnan stable you know even then that's still very entertaining you're still peaking by the way okay well i fucking don't you have gain on that thing i don't know do i, I don't believe so. i don't know 
Bitch doesn't know his audio gear. Bitch does not know my audio gear. We covered this. Don't you go to film school, can't Yeah, I, mean, I do. And I and, and and I'm so I have to deal with pretend. This is not a. I was about to say a sentence that may have may have seemed like I was taking a shot at my co-host, but I do not. I have nothing but love and respect for Morgan Roberts. <laughs> And 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 most other photographers that we talk about on the show that he I got to know what comes next. I got to know what comes next because it's going to be spicy. I'm sick of dealing with pretentious fucking photographers that only deal with oh see this lens I bought oh see this see this shutter speed like bro, you you get that lens and then you make boring films. I'm, yeah, I'm, I am about that. I am about that. Most I'm a man of the soul. I'm a man of the writing. I'm a man of the if you if you got you got to be able to say something. Sure, you can make it pretty, but what are you saying? Well, That's I mean, what, what are you saying? I'd like to be able to hear what you're saying and not it not be distorted. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I wonder what the waveforms are going to look like on that one. <laughs> Only the video viewers will know. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to find someone to put this. This is a short one, so... Well, uh, I'm sure I'm, we could just chuck it up on the Facebook. Well, we got to talk about he, the news. We got to talk about the big news. So we were already set to go, and I was already going. Fuck, we're really running out of time. Um, we're running out of time here to like get all of these done. Might say there November. was no time to record. Thank you, thank you. I was <laughs> fucking what a setup. Thank you so much. I was very aware of that. But um, then turns out, turns out we've got some time, ladies and gentlemen. Because if you haven't heard. Barbara called us up. She said, boys, yep. we thought you'd be done by now and we thought November 5 would be enough fucking time for you to finish your podcast yep. run. We're so sorry but, we didn't get you for the official Bond podcast. She said that to us. We were. She did say that to we us. We were the first choice for um, hosting the, what is it, the official James Bond podcast, the No Time to Die podcast. Um, but we were too busy. We, we, we were busy. Know. We're yeah. busy, boys. We know that. They got some we club had- name. We James. had no time to pod. Yeah. I think his name is James, the host. Hold up. Because I listened That's to the funny. very first episode and he did the uh, his last name. Yeah, his name is James King and he did the, the name's King. No. James King. At, like right wow. at the top. But then he said, That's, That's the last time I'll do that joke. And I went, well. Well, is it though? Is yeah, it? I mean, it's I no. Mean, it's not going to really... get worse. You can just. I mean, it's like, mate, this this is like. If there is a time in your life that you're allowed to be that guy, you've crossed like, that line. Here you are literally hosting the James Bond podcast, yeah. and your name is fucking James. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'd I swallow even, that pill. I, I can get go for it. I didn't even look to see if he'd made any other podcasts. I don't want to know what this guy's credentials are. <laughs> what landed him this gig? He just rocked up one day, and and he's like, "Yeah, I'm a podcast host. I yeah. do this." Like most yeah. of the time, he when just we lays see- and beat his way in. <laughs> he <laughs> lays and beat. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a mic. Give me a mic that looks like Sean Connery's mic. That's that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like normally when a big podcast is announced, we 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 know the host, so we can like ascertain, you know, like what this person has done to that's get right. this podcasting gig. But I, I don't know, James James. This King. time he just rocked. I mean, this time he just rocked up, and yeah, you know, I mean, a whole bunch of things <laughs> happened, and I guess he's you know, it's true. It's true. We I won't mean, we won't lose sleep. I over guess it. I guess I guess that never happened to the other fella. <laughs> Dun 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 dun. All right, but anyway, Barbara rang us. Barbara gave us the call on the big red phone and said, "Boys, look, we got to push it back." You know those posters that we released earlier this year saying April? They're current again. (laughs) Current again. Yeah, dude. When I see that, I've been to the cinema a handful of times 
to see ten. <laughs> I was going to say to see movies. It, the four times I've been to Just a cinema, tenet. <laughs> three out of the four times have been tenant. And every time they play the James Bond trailer and I get so excited and then I see that tagline that says coming April 2020 and I go, oh, no. But now yeah. all you got to do is change but one now. little number there and it's we're back on accurate. We're back on. Um, I don't want to say friend of the show, but certainly someone who I have. Uh, he's not a friend. If it's someone we chat. respect. I chat to him on. I chat to him online. But if it's someone um, we Jason, respect, then they're a friend of the Jason show. Jason Boland. The photographer Jason Boland, who who was one of get this three set photographers for that film. Yeah, Greg Williams it. and um, uh, this is horrible Greg because Williams. it's the woman that I forgot her name because she's someone who I was not aware of until it's I. It's always saw fucking her Greg Williams. Do what, what? Greg what, Williams. What set photography Boland. job hasn't Greg Williams got? I swear to God. Oh, quite a lot. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't just do set photography. I mean, he you know. No, I know, but like every big movie I see, it's like, oh, this is a photo from the set. Wow, a photo from the set of episode nine. Of course, it's Greg Williams. Yeah, it's true. True. I think he might just live in Pinewood. Like that's just how he gets every gig. He just hangs out in the rafters of the 007 stage. Whether I mean, there's room for him to just hang out. Bond or Star Wars. Do you reckon anyone else lives there? Um, uh, Just live on the 007 stage? I mean, I don't know. Like, I I think that Barbara Barbara and Michael definitely have abodes outside of the... You know, outside of the area, I reckon Daniel definitely has more stuff going on than that. I'm trying to think of like who's so entrenched in the camp that may, that may have. To, you know what? It's Purvis and Wade. Purvis and Wade live there because they 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 can't get any work anywhere else, and so they can only afford a little prop shed. Little you know shed. how some you know how some kids sleep in like cars, Lightning McQueen race car beds. I reckon Purvis yeah, and yeah, Wade. Yeah, yeah. I reckon Purvis and Wade sleep in in little DB5 Aston beds. Martin beds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> They have so, the one little shed. Where they so, I mean, to be, disapp- to be disappointing, you know, Barb, Barb gave us the call. Yeah. So, but I, I, I did see Jason posting um, because all those posts are done up. So he posted that photo because he, he, he did, he, you know, he got his first Bond poster. And it was all cool. And so he's like, Which well, this is current again. Which post uh, is The motorbike, the beautiful white, like oh. the, full, the double, the, the deluxe full length where, um, yes. he's only taking up like a good 40% the of the yes. height of the frame. On oh, the bike, that, yeah. I, I love that poster so much. For, yeah, it's such the, a good poster. for the first stretch from December when that poster came out to about, to about like July or August when the second wave of posters came out, I had that poster as my, as my phone background, but I had it Photoshopped as no a kid from, a, no, 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 a guy from my year in high school. A bunch of friends and I have become, it's become a running joke before COVID, like the solid year before he was starting his run as an influencer. Like, <laughs> I, I I don't know where he gets his money. I do, but that's not for me to disclose here. Uh, he's, he like started like, you know, traveling and doing vlogs and doing like a big post. And we were like, oh, he's given the influencer game a go. Right. And right when that poster came out was when he had had a New Zealand trip and there was a great photo of him tobogganing. <laughs> making a, a stupid face and we were like oh, i've got to slap that on that james bond poster so instead of bond on the bike i had that beautiful jason boland poster <laughs> except it was my my influencer friend from high school on a toboggan and that was my phone i, mean, I still I, I saw that photo gosh. once a day for eight months once a day uh, how many times do you look at your phone at least once a day like i 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, like every day I would be greeted by that image. So shout out to homie Jason Boland. That is a gorgeous poster. <laughs> it's a great poster. Um, I'm trying to, I, I've been changing him. I'm, I'm going to see if I can get him on What Do You Make, um, mm. my one of my other podcasts. and The um, most professional, sellable podcast. Most yeah. professional. Because you got a shot at getting him on. What do you mean? I've got a shot. You can't I'm in, be his, like, I'm in his DMs. Exactly. I'm slight, I have slid into his DMs and he's slid back into my DMs. Beautiful. I don't know. If that, is that how it works? Or uh, do you, uh, does one, is it only one way? Like I slide into his DMs. Who went first? And then he replies. Yeah. I, I went first. So you slid I slid into, into his DMs. DMs. You slid yeah, into his yeah. DMs. Yeah. He's not sliding into me. He's not sliding no. into my DMs. He could slide into mine. Like if we, one day. I'm. On a technicality. Exactly. And then the, the circle will be complete. If he does, the circle of life will be complete. I've slid, right. I anyway. technically slid into your DMs. You did. But we got to do to make Every- that circle complete, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I will refrain. Everything the, light, everything the light touches is my DMs. All I'm saying is that I will <laughs> refrain from DMing Jason Boland until he hits me up first. <laughs> I will abstain from going, love your work on that so- poster. <laughs> So he could be like, oh, I heard you and Morgan on the podcast so funny. And then yeah, so <laughs> the circle will be complete. Yeah. But he'll, last- just, uh, he'll text you a picture. He'll be like, hey, hey, bro, I um, photoshopped out Daniel. And here's, here's, a, here's a photo of me tobogganing. <laughs> here's, a pic, here's a pic of Dan tobogganing that you can photoshop over in him. No, no, he here's a photo the- of my dumb friend tobogganing on my poster. Yeah, no, if he gives me the, if he sends me the raw, unedited photo of Dan on the bike, uncolorated, un, un, without the background, I will put that over the original photo of my man tobogganing. So it'll be Dan riding a bike on a little silver tray through the through the New Zealand landscape. <laughs> Beautiful. What an exchange. Wow. But look, anyway, but, I'd, but, like to, I'd like to have a chat to Jason. He's, yes, he's great. He's but great. Australian. Australian. A, a great. Wonderful photographer. And um, again, the sad news being well, the news being is that the movie was pushed back to August 2021. How did you find out and how did you feel about it that morning? You texted me hmm. a screenshot of their Facebook post, yep. which I sort of reacted to. And I want to, I just want to go back. I want to go to our chat. I yeah. want to go to well, our Well, while you pull that up, let me just give you the context of that morning, right? It was- Because uh, you texted me. Okay. There's a very specific yeah, yeah, reason it go. came at the time it did, right? That morning was the first time of daylight savings. So <laughs> for those unaware- the state I am in, and this has been the case for the past two years of doing this podcast, the state I'm in for six months decides to put our clocks forward an hour at 2 a.m. every 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 six months or so, right? To save time. I don't know why. Queensland, a.k.a. Morgan State, doesn't do this. So We don't do this. I wake up that morning thinking, oh, God, I've overslept. It's 8.30, realizing, wait, no, I didn't. I just lost a, just lost an hour. I just lost an hour and think it's 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 seven thirty for real. Time to open up my phone and see what happened in the news, you know. And immediately the first thing, because of course Google knows what to push to me. Whoever's hearing Zuckerberg, whoever knows what to push to me, goes y- y- you're gonna want to see this. You're gonna want to see. And lo and behold, boom. Barbara boom. and Michael made the very hard decision to push it back to April. What I read when I read that, and I I reacted somewhat in in our household, and I read, you know, 
because Emma's parents live with us at the moment mm. and I read it out and I, it, you know, they said, why? And I said, well, it says. Are they Bond fans? Not, not overly, no. In order to be seen by a worldwide theatrical yeah. audience. Yes. And my father-in-law took issue with that word and that term. How so? He's like, what do you mean theatrical release? I mean, well, you mean like it's released yeah. in the, in Theater. the theaters, in the movies, yeah. in this is in the theater, it's in the movie theater. It's at the movies. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, what do you mean? That's a, that's a term. He's like, nah, that's a wanky term. Well, that's, that's the term. So Theatrical both- release. That's what it's fucking called. Say, is he big VOD fan? What was it? Big streamer. I, 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 I released I just, like Mulan. I, I just burned him about, okay, all right, mate, just fucking, yep. Relax. you know, go back and watch your Friday night SBS Scandi Scandy shows, and that's the extent of your, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and Gruen. That, 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 that <laughs> yeah, look, hey, that word theatrical release is, is key to the, is key to the position. Because mm. when I woke up and I read it, I was immediately split into two halves. Half of me, the, 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 the quote unquote professional filmmaker goes, I get it. I completely understand. I completely understand for the reason that these bond more so for in its in its history repeating itself, you know, bond is a big money movie, both in terms of normal box office revenue and money to make bond historically is also a big gambit for whatever studio. Cause no, it's not funded by a studio except for MGM. Not since Harry Saltzman had to sell his rights to United Artists back in 74, 75 when the when the split happened. Before then it was a completely independent venture by Cubby and Harry with some funding here and there from um, MGM Universal, right? Hmm. Because Harry Saltzman had to sell his rights, the only person that was in the or the only company in the position to buy them United Artist. That immediately meant that the fate of Bond lied with the fate of United Artists, mm. which was notorious for being a terribly run company, not a very successful studio beyond the James Bond franchise, which meant that every single time in Bond history, we had to stop because of a license or, or legal issues was literally because United Artists as a company was about to fucking die, <laughs> which leads us to the split. The first gap, from license to kill to goldeneye the six years which mm. literally Whoa. now as of as of now has been tied for the longest gap between a james bond film hmm. wasn't going to be the case except for this push right and the first break literally came because and i'll skim over it now so i don't lose half my stuff to talk about in the goldeneye episode ua was going under and so they were like fuck we need uh to be saved because barbara and Cubby and Michael at the time could, couldn't just buy the rights back. That's a lot of money that they didn't necessarily have. Not that they didn't have, but it would have been, it would have basically erased all the money they needed to make another Bond film. And then they would have had to go to another studio and it would have been a similar process. Right. So luckily MGM comes through and buys universal. I mean, um, yeah, United artists. So it becomes MGM UA save it. Goldeneye bank. All that starts getting made cut to the next big thing in the gap between die another day and casino royale that's a rights thing 
But because Sony at that point had built a profile of they owned the Kevin McClory rights and all the other rights to the, the, the Casino Royale that was sold before Cubby and Harry got involved. Before, uh, before Eon. Yeah, mm. before, before, before all that. They were building a case, Kevin McClory specifically, and again, I don't want to give too much away to prevent my whole Kevin McClory speech when we get to this, but they start building a case to be like, uh, we can just make our entire, that we can just start a whole new James Bond franchise based off Sony's rights and Kevin McClory. Hmm. Kevin McClory fucks up. I'll talk about that later. Eon get the rights to everything, to Casino Royale, to Spectre, not to Spectre, no, that's a different, sorry, that's a different thing. Why Spectre? Because I can't use Spectre. Because ah. that's a Kevin McClory thing that I will talk about later. <laughs> I know, fuck him. <laughs> but that's the next big gap, right? And again, that's still MGM and UA now have to deal with Sony because MGM and UA aren't in a position to buy the rights themselves. They have to do business with Sony in order to do things smoothly and afford to make the movies. This is all good. Until 2008, the gap between Cassini, uh, Quantum of Solace and Skyfall. Mm. MGM is in the fucking can. <laughs> Sony is like, we can pick up the slack, but MGM UA are pretty much just a name at this point. They can barely afford to fund the movies. That is until Skyfall does so much money and does so well that it gives MGM UA a, a standpoint, right? Spectre, again, the same. Spectre does so well that Sony basically is just distributor at this point. MGM UA Mm -hmm. have enough money to fund Bond films, provided they make their money back. Mm. So we cut to now. There's a bit of, there was a, there was, there was nothing big about the fact that it has to work. There was nothing big about the fact that Sony lost their time. So now Universal distributes the Bond films, right? That's nothing big. It literally just means that Universal slaps their name on it, pays for all the distribution rights. It means that MGM UA fund the Bond films, and that's pretty much all they can fucking do. So imagine now that there is a global pandemic. You spent $250 million on the most expensive James Bond film to date, and your target audience is wiped in half because of a pandemic. Hmm. They made that move back in April to be like, we're not going to push it back a month. We're not going to gamble like Tenant did aren't just sort of waiting for the right time. We're going to be safe and put it right back to November, which seemed like a smart move at the time and still technically is a smart move. The only reason it was pushed back now is because cases started spiking in the UK again. Hmm. And that was just, that was just bad timing. I genuinely think if UK hadn't have spiked recently, we'd still be seeing it in November because hmm. America is starting to operate ridiculously is starting to operate business as normal. Despite the fact that there are still now very important people in the U S getting COVID. They're still starting to, they're starting to be like, we can still open up movies in some degree. We just need theaters both in the U S and the UK are like, we can open. It won't be as much, but we can open safely. We just need the movies to show. We need the movie that will bring people to our theater. That will be like, because think about it for the people who don't know if it's safe or not, they, they need to take like a, they, they having been to a movie theater, a bunch, the measures that they are taking are pretty fine. And let's look at it. No one, no one, there's been no case of like a major outbreak coming from a movie theater. 
where it is opened mm. and there are still a very tiny handful of cases like Sydney or, or you know, any other countries that are starting to operate, there have been no outbreak cases that have come from a movie theater, right? Mm. So theaters are like, we can do it. We just need the movie that will convince people to come here and find out for themselves, to find out that it is safe. And Tenant did it to an extent. They got that. No, obviously they had that hardcore film base that was like, we need to see this fucking Christopher Nolan movie however we can. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just need to. So, so like people like me, like I'm, I'm cool with going to a movie theater now, under whatever circumstances, because yeah. I know I can do it safely. So now you cut to the fact that the only film that has done so is Tenet, and the and that's not the the audience you need to be a James Bond film. Mm. And if I were Michael and Barbara, I'd look at it and go, "We can't afford to be like number two. Because if we don't make our money back, MGM UA is not in a position to recover that somehow. That means we would have to go into deal with another studio or another funding enterprise that may mean we lose control. Because Michael and Barbara, COVID aside, are in a sweet spot with the James Bond films. They guaranteed make enough money back, given their full audience. They, they make enough money back to guarantee they can make another one. And they don't have to deal with any studio trying to interfere or any sort of licensing deal. Whatever big studio they go to just distributes it, just puts it out there, which is a small enough fee in comparison to funding the James Bond film, which universe, which MGA UA can do. They, they need that money to make sure MGM UA can make another Bond film without that influence. Otherwise they just lose creative control. And that's something that is too important to Barbara, to the whole broccoli family dynasty. That's been the motto. Don't let other people mess it up. Were Cubby's literal words to Barbara. Well, no, the literal words were, don't let other people fuck it up. But she only revealed that this week by the podcast. So uh, half of me got it. I understand. It's a bad situation to be in, but it's the right move because I'd much rather wait six months, guarantee that more, guarantee that we can have another Bond film. Mm. Then not have it. So I got it. But the other half of me, the rabid Bond fan was like, dog, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that six months is going to feel so long. And you have to do a third press run. We've been seeing all throughout these past two weeks, the press run has picked up. They dropped a Billie Eilish music video. They dropped the official podcast. I saw... Eight hours before the delay was announced, a DHL yeah, ad but- that, that 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 could have been a, a Bond film. They had a little DB5 whipping around to Carly Simon, and I was like, "This is like watching a little Bond short film." I love that. I love that deal. But I, I actually wanted to just talk about that DHL ad for like twenty minutes. To be perfectly honest, like, we, baby, we can. It was it's, that we'll is. Put my, it, we'll link it in the show notes. You got to link it. Link, link that it. is that 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 ad is my little is my medication. Wait, I, I watch it one. I'm going to watch it every day for the next six months. Just be like, all right, there's my hit. I, I feel. I feel like what we can do now is we can take a little bond break. Mm-hmm. And we can watch some other films. To be honest, you know what I saw in the bargain bin the other day. What did you see in the bargain bin the other day? That I just bought on cheap for iTunes because I don't think I've seen it in its totality mm-hmm. ever. Terminator Two: Judgment Day. What? 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 Wait, huh? You've never seen? I don't think I've seen T2 it in, in its entirety. entirety. No, 
I've seen the first one. I have not seen. You the were never at a sleepover where your cool friend was like, "Bro, we got to watch this no. fucking movie T two. It's sick." No, never. Craziness. Yeah, I'm that guy. That's sick. Yeah. I can't wait to do. T- All right, fine. Fucking T two Judgment Let's Day, baby. That's next. That's that's the film. That's the next film we're gonna do, and then we're gonna do the Moonraker. I saw that movie in um, 3D in a theater in 2017. <laughs> wow. They re released wow. it, and I was the that's only awesome. person in that cinema. Like, this is pretty sick. <laughs> private screening uh here's the thing though that if we're going to april that i i really do think that that will be that i will i will i will drive fuck it i'll it's, fly to newy i'm fucking baby it's gonna be i i really don't know like what i'm gonna be now i'll fly to newy and we'll see it together i really know if i can come up here you should come up you should come up to figure out who's flying to who that's that's a given right but the thing is now it's don't, just like ha- yeah I've Don't you been, have family in Byron? We should, we should just do it in we, Byron. We, I'll fly up. I'll fucking drive up in the Citron. I'll fucking whip down, baby, listening to Bond music the whole way down. But here's the thing, right? <laughs> and I talked about this a little bit on the last episode. This is this now the third time I have reached mass excitement for this new, like, favorite franchise. <laughs> the thing I, I look forward to the most in any cinema the two times alone I've done it before for Skyfall Inspector. It's, 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 this is, this is it. This is my main cinematic love. And, and I've been in peak excitement for it twice now. And to know I've got to go back into a mini hibernation. I became insufferable to my friends twice because it was all I fucking thought about. The 2020, the year, 2020 slash 2021, the year that James Bond edges Dominic Fitzgerald. I texted a, fr- I texted a group <laughs> chat that one went, is this the cinematic equivalent of edging? Like, is this what that is? <laughs> it is. I'm going to have to Isn't become it? insufferable for a third time. <laughs> Where it's like daily DMs to different groups of friends who I know haven't seen it. Like, yo, when we, when we link enough to watch Goldeneye, that's just, we got until November. Now I have until April again. And I have to be like, it's time. You know, I reckon it's a secret plot because they just released the podcast. They're like, man, no, we got to get like 80 apps done. And now then we'll have the film. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like this Trump truth aspect we can take to no time to die. They did it on purpose. <laughs> you know, Trump's Trump's sick. What we got to do is we got to wait. We got to wait till after the election. Well, it's going to be anyway. after yeah. the election. Um. It was going to be. It was going to be I mean, four days look, after the election. There's not going to be much else. I don't have anything to say yet again. I, it's this, this is just the latest contribution to the Dominic. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Things. Here's the thing, and I really want to get your take on this. Right. This is the big news, right? Because of the no time to die pushback, some cinemas are being like, I, I don't know if we can stay open, dog. Like we don't have, we don't have the things to show like in mm. like nothing is worth opening because as of i think it was this morning or yesterday i saw the news dune is getting pushed back to oh, which God. is a which is now a big fucking problem because again you can't i understand not wanting to go second if you're michael and barbara and i genuinely think if the circumstances were different and in bond income was strong as an ox we'd be seeing no time to die in November regardless. 
but no one wants to go second. And it just makes me hate Disney even more because those fucking mouse rat fucks could have released Mulan in a theater and been fucking fine. They could have done it. They could have saved. I keep thinking of, did I send you that Twitter video of the French cinema operator taking a bat to the Mulan cardboard cutout? No. That fucking guy was... Why didn't I? I will send you this link now and we'll put it in the show notes. That fucking guy was so furious because Disney could have released it. And Disney is the one company right now that can drop it, lose a little bit of profit and survive perfectly. And they did it. money. Because they fucking, they fucking cinemas need it. They need to show something that will get, that will start the ball rolling. I praise Warner Brothers and Tenet because you know Chris Nolan fucking. It's not a, at this point. It's not about cinematic experiences anymore. Yes, you can have a pretty close to cinema experience at home if you want. Fine, but like the cinema operators, the cinema experiences, they fucking need something. They need it. They can't just play Tenant for the next six months. Disney, I'm calling you out right now. You've got that Marvel movie in the tuck. You've got it in the fucking... Which one? Black Widow. Yeah, you've got Black Widow in the fucking bag. Release that shit in a theater, November, December, whatever you want. Do do them. Do them one solid. You apparently made profit releasing Mulan digitally. Fine. Cool. Great. Fucking... You might not even take a loss. So long as you can make 400 mil, Tenant's pretty close to 300. That arguably did not have the wide audience appeal that a fucking Marvel movie would have. Mm. Please, please do the cinemas a solid. I will, I will cut Disney so much slack. I will repent my Disney hatred if they just do this one solid for the cinemas. And if they don't, I will continue to hate Disney forever. To a, to a further extent. Because they fucking... Cinemas need something, bro. Warner Brothers, I think, is still going to stick to Wonder Woman in December. Fingers it's, crossed. It's something. The Lego's already out. The Lego's out. out I re- and I really don't think they'll push it back any further. But still, people will go see that. I think... Look, I think this is interesting news. I, I'm a bit disappointed. I wanted to be able to see it. You know, I was really hanging out for it. But you know what? Cinemas could, I don't know, do do some theatrical, re-theatrical releases of some stuff. That's what they have to do. That's what they've been doing to, like, s- supplement themselves. Let's have a showing of, let's have a screening of, I don't know, Goldeneye. Yeah. That 25th anniversary this year. The, link that up. They should just be playing Bond films. They should be doing this podcast. That's basically. what art house cinemas are doing. I've seen, yeah. you know, like. Uh, the, the the Hayden Orpheum in Cremorne is doing so much because that's all they can do. Even Hoyts. Like, I saw Aliens in a Hoyts mm. a few, uh, like a month or so ago. Because they just, that's how they get a steady audience, just playing the hits. And I, I and, and they'll have to continue to do so. And I will continue to support them doing that because that is the only way I can support the cinema right now. I don't know why cinemas don't do that more often. I think that's a much more sustainable thing. Like, I think it's great. Like, how much does it cost to get a print? It's true. It's, and, it's, and be able to screen it. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean, Maybe it's, I'm it, being naive. The thing is that, like, it, how much does it cost? It, it costs amount of money per times you screen it. So, hmm. but 
even still just the 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 need for like it 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 definitely saves them now because there are people out there who are starting to like chomp at the bit to be back in a cinema and giving them mm. something they love. I understand why they don't do it normally, non-pandemic, is because it's so much easier just to watch it from home because you can just access it mm. right there. But for certain movies where it for really- For certain movies where you want that experience. Exactly. You, you know, want a, you know, listen listen up, father-in-law, Ross Hutchings, listen up, this is you, theatrical release. Open a name. It's what you want a fucking theatrical <laughs> release for. Boom. Bring. Who's gonna go to the who's gonna go to the cinema to see what have I got to my left of me? You know, like you're right. No one's gonna go no, not many people would want to Christmas with the cranks the getting worldwide theatrical release. I was gonna say the re release of like <laughs> Philomena. Like I <laughs> Sorry Steve, sorry Judy, it's just you were right there sorry, to my Judy. right there to my right. <laughs> but like, yeah, just I fucking I'm keeping my fingers crossed for the cinemas, boys. They they're doing it tough. If you get, hey, you, listener, if you got a spare three hours in your day and you are in a country or you're in an area with a low case rate, if you've got your mask, if you've got all that, the cinema is perfectly fucking safe. Go see something. Help your local cinema out, bro. I, I think I got to start doing more. I think I got to start going like once a week at least. I should start going once a week. I, I'm busy, but I will try. I've, I will try. I've, I've, you know how many times I've been to a movie theater and seen something I don't like just because I want to support the theater? No. I saw that that movie, that Jesus movie with Joaquin Phoenix and um, Rooney Mara in the cinema just because it was the only thing playing at this old cinema I loved in Newcastle that day <laughs> when I had a gap in classes. And I was like, this fucking sucks. I want to leave so bad. I was like lying in the aisle. Because I was the only one in the theater, I was like, "This fucking sucks," but I I love supporting my theater though. So look, uh, Bond Bond delay will live, Go. but we'll survive. Cinemas, we got to save it. Save them. We man. have more. There is no time to die, but we got more time to pod, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Roberts Morgan Roberts. My name is Fitzgerald Dominic Fitzgerald. Real podcasters do that joke constantly. James King. I'm so glad we have the video. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that that joke will make sense now in the video. We'll just release this whole video on Facebook. Fuck it, that'll be lit. Someone's gonna. No one's gonna fucking watch that. I will. Mm-hmm.